Marketing Your Private Practice is a podcast where you'll learn easy to implement tips and strategies to grow your business without spending all day online. I'm your host, Kathy Koliakovo, and I teach practitioners the Thrive Marketing Method to create simple and streamlined plans by focusing on long-term strategies, not just social media. Discover ways to spend less time on your marketing, attract more clients, and build the financial freedom that comes with a thriving practice. One where you have time left in your day for the people and things that matter to you. Private practice owners are healers, which means sometimes you like to avoid sales and marketing. But if you do, you could be putting your practice at risk. Like every business, you'll need to do both sales and marketing in order to grow your practice, to expand, to get more clients. This means you cannot be afraid of asking for the business when it comes to marketing your private practice. Today, we're going to talk about the two ways you can ask for the business in your marketing without feeling salesy or icky. So let's get to it. Practitioners like you deserve a thriving practice helping your clients live long, healthy lives. I'm Kathy Koliakovo, marketing strategist for practitioners and dietitians, and I'm here to tell you that marketing your private practice shouldn't be complicated or take hours a day. I help bring the joy back to running your practice with simple marketing plans that actually get you clients so you can spend your time doing more of what you love. The Marketing Your Private Practice podcast shares actionable strategies and time-saving tips that build your confidence and skills when it comes to marketing. Learn to spend less time on your marketing, how to attract more clients, and build the financial freedom that comes with a thriving practice. One where you have time left in your day for the people and things that matter to you. This means you cannot avoid those two business activities that will bring you those clients, sales and marketing. Yeah, I'm sorry to break it to you, but you will need to do both of these in order to get clients and grow your practice, even if a lot of your clients come from referrals, because that is the type of marketing too. And no matter how they get referred to you, somewhere along the line, the sales activity is happening. Whether you're talking to your referral partner, to a fellow therapist, to a doctor, that kind of activity is sales and marketing. Even when you have a quick call to answer questions for someone that was referred to you, just so that you can determine if you're a good fit for that person to work with, you're doing sales and marketing. What it comes down to is that you just simply cannot be afraid of asking for the business, talking about your services, sharing how you help people. You cannot worry about doing this when it comes to marketing your private practice. And most importantly, you can't avoid it. But many practitioners do like to avoid the sales aspect of marketing because, well, frankly, because it feels too salesy for them and they feel out of integrity because they really want to help people heal. They want to help them be better people and live better lives. But what I really need you to understand is that letting people know you can help them, that your services can help them heal, that's really what sales is all about. Simply telling people you have a way to help them with their problems, letting them know about your services, and yes, asking for that business sometimes. Today, we're going to talk about two ways you can ask for the business in your marketing without feeling salesy or icky about it. 
The way that you're going to do this is by using calls to action in your marketing. Now, you've probably heard this acronym before, CTAs, or just CTA. A call to action is known by many folks as a CTA, and it's when you include words in your marketing that tell people what their next step is. You're giving them guidance so they know what to do next. Most practitioners are not using calls to action as effectively as they could be. And if you're not using them in your marketing, you could be losing sales. Most practitioners are not using calls to action as effectively as they could be. And if you're not using them wisely in your marketing, you could actually be losing sales. Yes, CTAs are that important. Using CTAs effectively can shift a few of the numbers in your marketing, numbers that are all about getting more leads and more clients. Now, if you're not sure what using CTAs wisely looks like, we're going to change that today by making sure you know exactly what to do with your CTAs to get more results from your marketing. And by results, you know I mean more website traffic and more leads, more people that you can talk to, communicate with, converse with, network with, and convert into clients. Those are the people who need your help and your services. Let's get into the two main types of CTAs and how you can position them to get more people reaching out to you. Expanding your practice by getting more consults, growing your list of prospects, and converting those folks into clients. Plus, I'm going to also share a few examples that you can mirror for your own CTAs for your practice. Now, one thing I've found whenever I do marketing assessments is that many folks actually don't have effective CTAs, if they have any at all. And yes, I've done assessments where people have not had any CTAs in their marketing material. And this is what is typically holding them back from getting more leads, more consults, and more clients. When we do these assessments, I'm typically looking for ways they can be using their marketing foundations so they're being as effective as possible with their marketing. Those foundations, as boring as they are, they really do help you save time and energy with your marketing and get better results than if you don't have the foundations in place. So looking for CTAs is one of the items I'm always checking for when I'm reviewing the website and the marketing content. These are two of your main marketing foundations. And FYI, there are 10 foundations in total. If you want to know if you have your own optimized, I have a free marketing foundations quiz you can take, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Once you take the quiz, it gives you an idea of where you're at with your foundations, and you'll get a checklist to use to review the 10 of them as well. So one of these marketing assessments I did for a Thrive Marketing Academy member that we did last year. One of the things when I did her review, it was very clear that she was missing out on a lot of opportunities to grow her practice by not putting effective CTAs out there. We saw this mainly when we reviewed her website. Several key pages on the website had no calls to action at all, let alone effective ones. Now, when we're talking about calls to action and why I'm looking for them, you want to learn and understand why you should be using CTAs in your marketing. So let's back up a little because you're probably wondering why I'm so intent on looking for these CTAs, why they're so important for your marketing. Well, as I mentioned earlier, they are ways you guide people to make a decision, to know what they need to do next. And yes, people often need help for this. Today's world is one filled with thousands of messages hitting our brains every day. 
Studies have shown the average person experiences up to 10,000 messages hitting them every day in 2022. And that's a huge change from the 1970s. If we think back, well, I guess it's almost 50 years ago now. But back then, it was only about 500 to 1,000 messages people were getting hit with every day. That's a big difference. And it's also been found that we are making 30,000 plus decisions every single day. Decisions from simple things like getting out of bed to brushing your teeth to bigger life-changing decisions. What this means is our brains are tired and we're in overdrive. So when it comes to marketing, you want to be sure you're helping your website visitors and your online community members, helping them know what they can do next. When you put these CTAs into your marketing, you're really helping people with those words. So I really need you to remember this. A CTA is simply a way to guide others to get the help they need. That's what a call to action does. It gives the reader or viewer guidance so they know what to do next. You can't assume they're always going to know. Their brains are tired. And plus, you know, remember the saying about that word, assume. I'll let you leave it at that and figure it out. You can Google it if you don't know what that means. But what it comes down to is if you assume someone is going to know where they should go next, you're probably going to be missing out on leads and consults from your marketing. So using them is critical to guiding people to take action. So where do we use calls to action? Well, they can be used in all sorts of places, whether it's on your website, your social media content, your email marketing content, videos. It doesn't matter where your content and your message land. What matters is that you are directing people what to do next with those calls to action. And there are two main types that you want to be using in your marketing, direct CTAs and transitional CTAs. So let's cover what both of these are so you understand them and you understand the difference and we'll know where to use them. So direct CTAs are just that. They're very direct. There's no iffiness about them. There's no wondering. It is a straightforward call to action. And it's actually the one that folks underuse the most because we're typically trying to be nice in our marketing. We don't want to sell hard to people. And this is especially the case I find with practitioners. You are healers. You're helping people with their health, with their well-being. You always want to be helping people and you never want to be selling them. So like many, you don't want to put things out there that seem like you're selling. You don't want to be that sleazy salesperson and always putting content out that says, buy my stuff. So you tiptoe around the CTAs a lot of the time. But Sales and marketing are how we get people to work with us. So you're going to need them in there, but there are ways that you can put them out there so it's not icky and it doesn't take you out of integrity with who you really are. The reality is you've got to have some in there and sometimes you're going to be very direct about it. So a direct CTA example would be something like learn more about our nutrition counseling services. Get started today with a marketing assessment for your private practice. Book a call with me now. To register, enter your name and email below. Book your seat now. Register today. Get access instantly to this free mini training. Those are very direct calls to action and they tell people what they can do next. 
And they don't always have to be something that is all about people buying something. If you have a main services page that describes a few different types of nutrition counseling services that you have on your about page, one of your calls to action could be when you mention that you're a dietitian, you're uh, someone that helps with nutrition counseling, you can have some wording on that page that says, learn more about our nutrition counseling services. Because if someone is checking out your about page, they probably are considering working with you and doing some nutrition counseling with you. All of these examples I shared with you are very direct. Each one has the exact steps of what to do next. And most should be linking to somewhere that you can do that action mentioned in the call to action in the CTA. As the visitor or reader or person listening to it and hearing the CTA or reading and seeing it, you know what should happen in the next step when you do click that button, when you click it, whether it's a link, a button, the text link, whatever it is, that direct CTA is very clear. Get started today with a marketing assessment. You know that if you click that, it's probably going to be a way for you to sign up for something. It is always very direct when you're talking about this type of call to action. Now, transitional CTAs, they offer an option. So these are the kinds of CTAs that give people an alternative, often the alternative to the direct call to action. And the reason is sometimes those direct CTAs may be too risky for some people. That action might scare them and overwhelm them. It may be too much pressure. Oh my gosh, sign up for a consult and talk to her. Okay, I really want this, but she probably wants to get me on a call to sell, sell, sell. So when you feel or you're in a position that you've got a direct CTA where it's something more specific like that, buy something or sign up and talk to somebody, you may want to have a transitional option for that. Okay, so let's be really direct about all of this. Consults ultimately are to sell and for you to get someone on a phone call, sell to them. But you can position your CTAs in a way that something like that isn't as scary for the reader or the visitor to think about doing. Now, I will talk in a future episode about how you can actually word things a little bit differently. But for some people, those direct CTAs, buy now, sign up now, call me now, book a call, they're going to scare people. A consult is a sales mechanism and people know that. And that's why you want to have the alternative there, the transitional CTA, so that if some of these folks are a little worried or nervous to take the direct step, you give them a less intensive option, something like downloading a guide or a PDF or an ebook. Transitional CTAs tend to be the ones that seem less scary, they're less direct. And they have the option of giving folks an alternative to the bigger decision for a next step. So here are a few examples of transitional CTAs. If you want to learn more, grab this free ebook. To see this lesson in action, register for this free training. Want to know more about where to put your CTAs in your marketing? Enter your name and email for this free cheat sheet. Seven places to include CTAs in your marketing. Not sure if this program is a fit for you? Click here and book a quick call with me. We can hop on Zoom and discuss if the program's a fit for you, depending on where you're at with your business. Still have a question? Send me a DM on Instagram and ask away. So those are a few examples of transitional calls to action. 
And I hope you can see the difference between the transitional and direct ones. The transitional aren't as strong if you want to see this in action, still have a question. So they're not as strong on what someone should be doing. And they may be a backup for the folks in case they're not ready for that direct action. So this means sometimes you may put a transitional one near a direct call to action, okay? It may be something that just gives them that option if they're not ready to buy a program, then maybe they book a call and ask you a question. And if you're paying attention to this, you might've noticed that booking a call can be both a direct and a transitional call to action. So for instance, if you think about it, if you have a call to action that says, register for this course now, that's a direct CTA. But oftentimes you'll see a transitional one of not sure the program is a fit for you, book a call with me and let's talk. That's your transitional one coming in there after it. And it's just a way that you can give people some different options of what they should be doing next. But the important thing is, you are giving them those steps of what to do next. So when you're looking at using CTAs, the thing that you want to think about is with your marketing content, whether it's a website page, a blog post, a lead magnet, email, social media content, even if you're talking to someone, always offer folks a guide as to what they can do next with you in order to get the help that they're looking for. Now, not every place where a CTA is needed will require both a direct and a transitional. You'll sometimes need to assess the instant where things are and what are the next steps. Sometimes it will be one or the other. Sometimes it will be both. The idea with all of this is that CTAs are meant to get people to take action to make sure that your marketing content is doing its job. You have the CTAs in the content. People often forget to put them in there because you're just trying to get the good content out there. You want to teach people, give them a good lesson, give them a great article on your blog post. And then you forget to say, oh, by the way, and if you want to learn how to do this or want more help with this, I have a program that can help you do this, or you can sign up and register for this or book a call with me. You want to make sure that the way you're putting them together Yes, it is sales. Yes, it is marketing, but there is a way to do it in a natural way so that no one gets that feeling of you coming across as a sleazy salesperson or icky about asking for the sale and telling people to buy your programs or sign up for this or sign up for whatever it might be. If you forget to put CTAs into your marketing, you're probably not going to be having as many people signing up and reaching out to you. Direct and transitional CTAs are needed in your marketing content and mixed throughout. And again, some places it will be one, some it will be the other, some it might be both. So now that you know what direct and transitional CTAs are and that you should include them in your marketing content, What should you do? What is your action step from today's episode? Well, ideally, I'd love to see you do a checkup on your website and your marketing content and look out for these CTAs. Check and see if you have them in your content. Check and see if you have direct ones or transitional ones. Do you have both? Do you have them in a place where it might help to add another one in? What do you need to add in and update when it comes to calls to action in your marketing content? 
then ideally what I would tell you to do is make a list of the places where you think it needs fixing and then tackle that list one by one to get it done. Don't try to deal with it all in one step. I always say do an assessment, look at what you need, make a list of the places where it needs fixing, and then go after that list one by one. CTA should definitely be sprinkled everywhere it fits with your content. You want to pepper it into your marketing as many places you can without coming across as salesy or pushy or just promoting everything that you have all the time and not offering value to your readers. But here's the funny thing about CTAs. I will tell you, in my 14 years in business doing marketing assessments and helping people with their marketing, more people have actually been worried about selling too much. That's what the worry is. But whenever I've done these marketing assessments, in most cases, and I would say probably 80% or more, and it's probably more like 90% or more, folks are more likely not to have any CTAs at all than too many. And what's happening is they're so worried about being too salesy that they don't even do any sales. You should never be afraid to guide someone to their next steps. Your goal is to help them after all. So all you need to do is think about sales and marketing as a way to let people know you can help them. That's where you want to be going at with your marketing and doing your sales. Include those calls to action. Include a mix of direct ones. Include a mix of transitional ones. And it will come to a place where it can come across very naturally And then it starts making your marketing work for you better than it was before. And that is definitely something we want to happen. You're listening to this podcast because you're looking for ways to improve your marketing. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't have any CTAs in your marketing, um, if you're never talking to people about your business and asking for the business, you're not going to be growing and expanding your practice as much as you could if you are including some of these sales and marketing tactics into the activities that you're doing. Now, if you want to learn more about those marketing foundations that can help you boost the results that you're getting from the marketing that you're doing and look at some of those foundations where you need to have those calls to action in place, definitely follow through the show notes where you find this episode and look for our quiz on your marketing foundation so that you can find out, are you in a place where things are looking good or do you need to do some updating and optimizing to your marketing foundations? They can make a real difference in what happens with your marketing. You want to be including your calls to action in your marketing. And you also want to make sure that those are all connected well in your foundations. So if you're looking to find out what those foundations are, and if you need to fix yours up, be sure to take our free quiz and see what have you got in place? What do you need to fix and optimize? Or are you ready to rock and roll and you just need to get some more of those direct and transitional calls to action into your marketing? You can grab a link to the quiz and a recap of all of this information in this episode on our show notes page which you can find at marketingyourprivatepractice.com slash four. Have a fabulous day and I will see you in our next episode. Marketing Your Private Practice with Kathy C offers you all the show notes and resources mentioned in our podcast on our website at marketingyourprivatepractice.com 
pepperitmarketing.com. You can find and connect with Kathy on Instagram by searching for Pepper It Marketing. We love to hear any feedback you have and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player so you don't miss any future episodes. You can find all of our show notes and resources mentioned at marketingyourprivatepractice.com. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Pepper It Marketing and say hi. I'd love to hear any feedback you have and make sure to rate and review the podcast and hit subscribe on your favorite player so you don't miss any future episodes.